Hey Sam. What's up, Andrew? You remember who's been a It's been a while. It has been a while. Hey man. (laughs) (laughs) It has been a while. Um Hey Sam. Yeah, what's up? You remember Who's Afraid of Virginia Wolf? Yeah, it's a great show. Love that show. That's it. That's my thought. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between, welcome. Welcome back. back. I am God, back. It's, Look at this. It's been so long. Look at us. Look at us. Back at it again. There was a coup, and I said, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I need a break, Bryce. Yeah, Serenity and the coup just broke you yeah. a little bit. Um, my name, uh, this is a, a movie discussion podcast where we talk about a movie and some others and whatever else sort of comes up as we go along. My name is Sam Banning. And I am Andrew Thomas. How you doing, bud? I've been doing well. Have have you have you shared the listeners into my in my adventures? I mean, I told them that your microphone was broken. Yeah, exactly. My microphone broke. I I've told you this, Sam. But I'll tell all the listeners. It's it's one of those things where you're like, man, lousy technology, stupid, always breaking. But I did have it for three years. <laughs> did have it for three years. There was a lot of travel. There's a lot there's of a travel. Couple, there's a couple moves. <laughs> there were a few moves. Good God, there were a few moves, yeah. actually. Yeah. I used to bring the mic back and forth, and then I just left it there. Yeah, you used to. Yeah, you used to bring it back and forth, and then you left it at my place, and then I moved, and you moved, and you moved, and <laughs> traveled, and all these things. I went just, to Texas. Yeah. Uh but no, this, this, the past few weeks have, yeah, I mean, like, you know what I will say for the past year, I've been sad and you know what? People are getting vaccinated. People, friend yeah. of the show, Justin got vaccinated. Friend of the show got his first uh, fucking dose. What? Yesterday? Yes. Yesterday. Got his first Hell dose. Yeah. Um, how's Hell yeah. Hell yeah. In Canada with vaccines and whatnot. It's happening. It's uh, it's slow going. Mm. No yeah. one I personally know that doesn't work in healthcare has gotten their first dose yet. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Quite sort of. I'm hoping my grandma should be getting it relatively soon. That's good because she's old and has some medical stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone else, everyone else in my family, my mom, my mom might get it relatively soon. She also has some medical stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think everyone else I know is fine. Is well, not fi- like not fine. I mean, like we aren't getting the vaccine until like the summer at the May? earliest. <laughs> May? No, like the summer at the earliest. Mm. I mean, the way North. North Park. Jeez, Andrew Thomas just went back in 2015. <laughs> in uh, New York, they just allowed restaurant workers to be eligible for the vaccine. Oh, that's good. And technically, I am a restaurant worker. Still. Oh, that's I'm true. Just furloughed. So, yeah. I've been dealing with the, is it right? There are other people who need it. But also, it's the vaccine to the plague that we had for the past year. Yeah, yeah if I have a chance, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But also, there's a little grandma out there. <laughs> a little grandpa out Well, there. the grandma is going to get priority over you, even if you're a restaurant worker. That's true. But also, there there's no reason. Who... There's no reason to not put your name in. But also, there are people who have, like, diabetes. There are people who have... Uh, uh, yeah, but those... But the, again, those not people yet. are going to get... Not yet. Not in the, New York, at But least. they're going to have, like, priority. Oh, like in man. in the in the restaurant worker stuff, I'm sure you have to be like, do you have any pre existing medical conditions? Oh, I bet so. And if someone's like, I have diabetes or a heart condition or whatever, they will probably get priority over Andrew Thomas, who whose nose is a little fucked up. I'm just saying, 
I don't trust anyone with these vaccine rollouts. It's been That's it's a bit abysmal. So a part of me is like, <laughs> I, I want to make sure everyone in, in line. I want to be like, hey, 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 are you good? You make sure you have the you have a <laughs> underlying health condition. No, please take my spot. Take my spot. please, please. <laughs> well, we'll see though. Who? Ah, we're almost there, right? I mean, I mean, I guess. Hopefully, yeah. But how are you been besides that? <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Um, what have I done this last week? This last week was pretty all right. Pretty good. Playing some video games. Um, been reading a book. Ooh, what book? Uh, Neuromancer by Ooh. William William Gibson. I think his name is. It is. Uh, it's the book that that between this book and Blade Runner sort of established the cyberpunk genre. Ooh, okay. Of sci-fi. Um, it's really good. It's really, it's sometimes hard to read because what is both, what makes it really good and also hard to read is that he doesn't explain words. So there's a bunch of like nonsense words that are just, talked about very casually and you're just supposed to sort of try and follow along yeah as you go which makes it really good but it also makes it difficult to read because they're talking about you know all this weird shit and i'm like what the fuck what what are you saying right now that's how it felt reading harry potter they're just spells and i was like i'm not even gonna try to prove but like at least in harry potter like at least in harry potter the characters are (laughs) learning as you are that's so it's easy so they can explain it as it goes this everyone's just in it no one's like the audience surrogate in this Mm. book you're just supposed to read and sort of figure it out damn Damn. makes it good but it's just it's you know I can only read a chapter or two at a time before I'm like, I'm out. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've been, been pretty good. Uh, I'm excited good to, to start our, our new D&D thing. Ooh, yes. Nerdy boys over here. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we should do your <gasps> characters. We should make sure your characters. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the reminder. Speaking um, of uh, making sure character sheets are done, Malcolm and Marie. Malcolm 2021. Malcolm and Marie sit in a tree. Net, Netflix <laughs> film. Yes. We saw it. We did it. This is the first 2021 film that we've done. Look at this. True. What'd you think? What'd you Sam? think? Oh. <laughs> What'd you think? I was not a fan. <clears throat> Um, it's fine. I hate, I hate to be okay. gone for a while and then come back come with back. this take. But yeah. Fucking, yeah, it's alright. It's fine. It is... What? Okay. Yeah, and um, uh, what, what should I say? I think, I don't know. If you're gonna be pretentious, at least be good. <laughs> Whoa! If you're gonna be pretentious, right? What a take! At least takes at least, coming in hot. I, I, it just my biggest problem with this film is that it just does not feel connected. There's there, it feels like, and then this scene happens, and then they take a break, and then this happens, and then he yells at her, and then we take a break, then she yells at him, and then they laugh, and then they yell some more, and that's it. And that's there is it may it. Ever since Chicago 7, I've been pooping on Aaron Sorkin. But after watching this movie, I was like, dang, yeah, writing dialogue is a skill. That is, there's a <laughs> rhythm. There is a, a, there's something musical to, and not just with Aaron Sorkin. He's just the only one on my mind all the time. But there is just no, just, it, it feels so stagnant. It's pretty. It's shot very well. Um, I think both actors do a great job, but I don't know, man. 
I'm okay if you just have an idea, if you just have like a, a, a concept and these two characters are the concepts going back and forth. But also, it's a movie. Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my thing. What about you, Sam? I I liked it. Um, I I didn't love it, but I was I was enjoying it. I thought a lot of I thought there was a lot of good in it. Mm. Um, I really liked the performances. I thought the direction was pretty good. Uh, I liked the script. Um, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. I had a good time watching it. Yeah, not a good time. Because it's not a very fun time, happy time movie. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it, and I, and I think I don't know. I think we'll get into into some of the some of the stuff. Yeah, of course. That's what we do here. That is um, indeed what we do. Did you find this film relatable in any way? Did you see yourself in either Malcolm or no. Marie? Or see. I did not at all. Um, I talked about this with my roommate Ben, who was on the last couple episodes. Ben Osgood. Thank Shout you, out. Ben. Shout out to Ben. Uh, uh, he he has been in a relationship with with, with arguments like this, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, this is like real. Like this was like how it happened." Like, yeah. Um, the the only thing he said was like. This is what it's like, except I like I wasn't as cruel coming back. It wasn't two people being toxic and arguing. It was just one yeah. person being toxic and arguing. Yeah. Um. So Ben was like, "That was like I like I was having flashbacks. I was having moments of of previous relationship." Um. And I was like, "By God, that sounds." horrible if i was ever in an argument half like like even half of this bad i would be out like if so if anyone said any of these things to me i'd be like i'm out of this but i'm actually good though actually (laughs) i'm good not being in this relationship (laughs) Um, like i've had arguments in relationships but nothing nothing has ever been mean or cruel yeah it's like just an argument but I'm not, neither of us were ever trying to hurt each other. Yeah. At least I wasn't, and I didn't feel like they were. I don't know if they were trying, and it just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it still felt really real, like even not having experienced it. Mm. You know? Uh, I, yeah. So I personally couldn't relate, but what about you? Have you ever had so Zendaya? Like Zendaya in this film is uh No, I've I've had I've had relationships like this. I've had arguments like this. I've 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 been Malcolm and Marie and felt like Malcolm and Marie. I'll admit it. <laughs> um, That's not good, my guy. No, it's not good at all. Um Yeah, no, it does the film, I feel like, does capture that frustration that I feel like everyone, if you've been in a relationship, we've all had. Like, I think sure. the conceit, I hope I'm using that word correctly, the conceit of this movie of, spoiler alerts, right now, here you go. Um, Great. Um, you didn't thank me. And then it just goes in. It starts with, you didn't thank me, and then it turns into, well, you don't do this, well, you don't do that, and then it's just fights, and then we have a sub-fight, and a sub-fight, and then it's just one big uh, Matt or Charlie Kelly board of just strings, of just like, wait, you're mad at me because I did this, because I said this, but wait, here in this argument, you did this, and why did you do... Yeah, no. It's, it's, um, I don't know relationships are weird you're vulnerable it's hard it's hard to be vulnerable with people then when you when they let you down it's hard to be annoyed then if they say something snippy then the gloves are on and uh that's not a good way but i think the movie did 
show that aspect of a relationship very well. It reminded me a lot of like Phantom Thread. Okay. Yeah. I didn't like Phantom Thread, but I liked this. Mm-hmm. And Fred slaps, <laughs> in, my, right. in my humble opinion. All right. Um, uh, do you want to talk about the two people who are in this movie? Of course. Z, uh, Z and JDW. <laughs> uh, Zendaya and John David Washington. Um, I think I think both of them do a really good job. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. They both put on some some really, really wonderful performances. Are they... You know, I don't. I know it's February, but I don't think they should get nominated for Oscars. I don't think they were that good, but they were good. Like they're good, solid performances. And I know a lot of people come Oscar season are going to be like, "Remember Sunday and John David Washington? Why didn't they get nominated? Or they will get nominated, and then people will be like, "Why did they get nominated? It wasn't even that good." James Corden got nominated for the prom. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> who cares about the globes man the golden globes suck yeah the golden globes have always been odd fun Whack. show fun show it's fun to see celebrities get drunk oh yeah it's it's a much uh much more fun show than the oscars but yeah as far as or the emmys yeah um it's uh, yeah um so i i don't think they're like oscar worthy performances mm-hmm but they're good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed their performances. Um, yeah, there were there were times when, and, and it didn't really bother me, but it was there, that you could tell that they were, like, acting. Yeah. And, and I don't think it's really their fault. I think it's the fault of, here's, like, this entire movie is, like, ten five-page monologues back-to-back. Um. Yeah. So it's sort of, and it's hard to keep that up. And as I don't want to assume for either of them, um, but I, I, I have a feeling they are not theater trained actors. They're both no, very good so. actors, but they are not, um, you know, they're acting school, especially when it's geared towards theater, you learn, you know, pacing, you learn. Yeah. Not to wear yourself out. There are a couple moments where you're like, "Oh, you, you do not have any more gas in the tank." Yeah, you got nothing. You. That fight was the end, right? <laughs> and you have yeah. five more pages. Good luck. Yeah. Um. But uh, did I cut especially you off? I'm in sorry. those, especially in those like one take monologues where it's just like we're not cutting this is one take and it's clear that it's like your sixth take on this monologue it's rough yeah yeah but yeah that was sort of it i think they're good um with zendaya i just it feels like yesterday where i was like who's zendaya who's this girl and why are people mad that she's mary jane in spider-man who who is she? And now she's Who's this the Disney world. star. Yeah, now she's yeah. killing the game. I love her. I really am excited to see the rest of her career. Um, yeah, fill up. Um, yeah, I was out of Disney child, a uh, Disney uh, Channel by then. Oh, I was, I was so I was so far out. Yeah, but apparently the show she was in, Victoria, Victorious. No, that's Ariana Grande. She was in something. Shake it up. I don't know. Um, I I think it was shake it up. You were correct. Oh, hey. But I've heard people who have watched it. They said that she was like very good. Like a like a someone to watch out for then. And yeah. Yeah. She she was like the one person in a in the shitty Disney thing that was actually good. The Shia LaBeouf, the the. Uh... Well, Shia LaBeouf is a piece of shit. So. Oh yeah, damn. Yeah, damn. Sucks. Did you see, Honey Boy. I did. I really liked Honey Boy. Yeah. But Shia anyway, is, uh, <laughs> piece of shit. So, because I, I was gonna suggest we do we do his now. his movie with um. What's her name? She's in. Mission Impossible and Hobbs and Shaw. And Vanessa Kirby? His, 
They're in Vanessa a movie Kirby. together? Yeah, they're in a movie together. Is is he in Peace of a Woman? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. That's why I haven't seen a lot about it. I've heard she's great, Vanessa Kirby, in that movie. Yeah, he's, I he's like the other lead, I think. Oh, good lord. That, that's rough. I yeah, hope, starring I, Vanessa Kirby and, and Shia LaBeouf. I'm sorry, Vanessa Kirby. I, I apologize to her. I yeah. hear she's like incredible. Also, uh, yeah, it's been Vanessa a minute. Kirby we haven't really talked about film. Um, yeah. Have you seen Promising Young Woman yet? No, not yet. I uh, spoiler alert. Maybe we shouldn't do it for the podcast. We're two guys. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> I, don't I don't think know. two dudes talking about promising young woman is a good idea. When I saw it, I was like, oh, "Yes, yes!" I like stood up and cheered. I love that movie. At first, I was like, "Oh, we gotta do this for a podcast exposure." I need people to know about this movie. But yeah, <laughs> then a day passed, and I was like. Well, it is just me and Sam. Maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe we should not do this. Yeah. Me but and Ben yeah, were, no. were joking yesterday. So, the, welcome back. This is a tangent. Yeah, tangent this, is how, this is what we do. Welcome welcome to the um, new year. <laughs> <laughs> welcome uh, to me the Ben new were year, talking about... Uh, uh, I don't know how we got there, but we were talking about Batman v Superman. And mm-hmm. he was like, why haven't you guys done it on the podcast? And I told him the whole thing. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I was like, well, Andrew and Justin both really like it. So Andrew was thinking like both of them could come on, like Justin could come on and you guys could try and convert me. And then Ben was like, well, well, I also hate Batman v Superman. So what if I also come on the podcast and then it's like 2v2? And then I was like, do you know how bad, do you know how much of a like shitty podcast dude we would be if there was four dudes, all straight, three white, arguing about if batman v superman a year from like five years ago is good that's a that's that's my hell like that's my bad place that's that's my bad place (laughs) no it's true because we've done this for for long enough at one point we would both just go whatever (laughs) whatever well well when ben affleck does whatever Okay. It's bad. What do you want? Uh, It's good. What do you want me to say? It's bad. What do you want me to say? I don't care. It's Batman v Superman. Came out five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, that would still be a fun podcast. Look, look forward to that. I'm sure it would be, be, but I think it would be a nightmare. Yes, I think if we did that, that would be like a Patreon bonus thing, not like an actual podcast. Yeah. Patreon.com/slash Welcome Back Pod. Check us out. Five bucks a month. Uh, one less problem without you, baby. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that a song. One less problem without you. Anyway, Zendaya, great. I loved her. I thought she was really good in this movie. I think neither of them are Oscar winning, but this is a great notch to have in her belt. And with John David oh, Washington, yeah. boy, there were some moments where Denzel popped out. Did you see it? Oh yeah, I did. Ooh, oh yeah, I loved it. There's some moments where I saw that head moving around. (laughs) And now you see Marie. Oh, I loved it. Um, He is, I was really let down by him in Tenet. I thought he was just a very flat protagonist in that film. I think that's the point. I mean, yes. But also, anyway. Come on, I get it. You finally get a black guy. Yeah. You finally get a black guy and he's the son of the most charismatic black guy ever. And you're not just, okay, sure, Chris. But I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There was a a shot pretty early on in this movie that looked just like a shot from Tenet. Like it was just the angle and like the way his head was. And I was just expecting him to say, I'm the protagonist. And then like Robert Pattinson (laughs) kicks in the door. We live in a twilight world. I I yeah. did love see. Uh, there's a scene in the movie, and I saw this on Twitter, where she was like, uh, Zendaya was like, "Have you been with that blonde girl?" And then it's a picture talking <laughs> it's, Washington it's, and it's Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. It's so good. <laughs> uh. um, but 
yeah, no, he kind of let me down. But I think in this, it, again, it shows a lot of promise. I think for most people, they've only seen him in three things. Have you seen Ballers on HBO? I haven't. No. Um, but yeah, no, I think Black Klansman was just, he was great in that. And the yeah, more, Black Klansman was kind of astoundingly good. Yeah, the more and more I move away from it, I'm just like, he, John David Washington really eternalized a lot of that performance and really really did it did it come to play he was on yeah. on par with everyone and in I, this, I want to rewatch that movie it's fucking good yeah um and in this again a lot of the problems i have with both of their performances i don't think it's their fault at all in the little bit you yeah. not even a little bit but yeah, there are a few, that moment where he's talking about the film critic, it, halfway through, you're like, okay, oh, you're still going? You're still going? Man, I can see you're tired. Yeah. There, there was, that monologue, like, had these, like, breaks of, like, it, like, comes down for a second, but then he immediately shot back up to the same energy, and every time, like, he did it, like, a couple times, and then he did one that was, like, a second longer than the other ones, and me, and he started back up again, and me and Ben were just like, he's still fucking going, god damn it! Yeah, it's like award speeches, where they play off someone, and they're like, oh no, I'm not leaving! Yeah. Um, it was a lot. But, for the most part, again, everything that works about this performance both the actors it's them it's it's their training it's what they know as professionals and it's great and i think a lot of the problems do lie with the writer director sam levinson (laughs) creator of euphoria and assassination something assassination nation the movie that we almost did like four times yeah instead we did life itself um I life itself was a fun podcast. It was a really good podcast. Go listen to it. And I don't, I don't know if Assassination Nation would have been as fun of a podcast. I agree with you there, um, okay. but because life itself is, is something. Is but something someone else, said, would man. you would you rather watch Life Itself or imagine or not imagine uh, Assassination Nation? I would imagine say Assassination Nation in a, in a fucking second. Yeah. Life itself is not good. Um, good. God. I remember Antonio Banderas. Yes. Coming in. Really? Everyone was like, are we going to walk out? I think it's time to walk out. Antonio Banderas said, no, 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 not yet. No, 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 no. I'm going to do an actually extremely good monologue. Yeah, that was like a 10 page. Yeah, there's a good example. That's like a 10 page monologue. I may be mis- yeah. misremembering. But it no, it's like long. Minutes. It's long. It's a good. Yeah. Tr- it's, I don't think it's 10 minutes, but I think it's like it's at least five. Yeah, it's like a it's a chunk. Like, but and it's so it, good. <laughs> but like that performance where it, it, he there's breaks, there's moments for him to think, there's moments for us to think there's uh I never yeah, thought I'd I think, ever give a compliment to life itself on this podcast, but yet yeah, here yeah. I am. <laughs> here we are. Um, I think the thing about it is is this wasn't the case for every monologue or even entire monologues in this in this movie, but it happened a couple mm-hmm. times, and I and I think it's both the actors and the director's fault that this sort of happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, it felt like they were just sort of monologuing and they weren't talking to the other person mm-hmm. and that were those were the moments that it felt like oh you're acting like you are acting this thing not just talking about this thing yes you know i get and that. That, and yeah i think that's just the fault of you know you have a two hour long movie an hour and a half of which is monologues at each other yeah but Sam Levinson, uh, have Sam you Levinson. seen Euphoria? I've been meaning I, to watch it. I've seen like five episodes. Uh, and then the I've heard it's good. Play. I've heard I would like it. So it, it is good. It is really good. Um, and it's very inventive. Like there's a lot of really cool camera shots. And, and same thing for Assassination Nation. He, uh, say, our, our good friend Sam Levinson 
has a very nice <laughs> eye for the camera. Um, yeah. And like the, the first scene of this movie where it's John David Washington, oh. and he's talking and it's just going back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. Like that was, that was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, those long takes were, were really nice in this, in this movie. It feels like he directs his actors just to screen. Yeah. And this is across the board before you assassination nation and this. Well, screaming is emotion, Andrew. Don't you remember from first year acting I just, class? I just, Yelling equals more emotion. There's no other way to have emotions <laughs> other than yelling. If you think about it. Like this movie could have been one of the most tender, sweet movies to delve into toxic relationships and to delve into these these characters. This could have been a really good character piece. But it never allows itself because the characters aren't characters. They're caricatures. They're whoever Sam Levinson wants them to be. Is it him and his girlfriend? Is it his dad and his mom? Is it his two friends? I don't know, but it's not Malcolm and Marie because I don't know them. Yeah. I'm mainly talking about the writing now, but he wrote this as well, yes? Yes, yeah. Um, He's writer, director. Let me just double check if there's another writer. I don't think so. Oh, Yes. Um, and Uh, no, he is the only writer. And also, I don't know with the script, it feels like a script that on March 13th or like March 27th, he was like, well, I've been stuck inside. I know Zendaya. I met John David Washington at a party. I can write a script. I can write a script in a month. Yeah. And then we can shoot it. I don't, it just, see the thing, the the entire, I get what you mean. Mm -hmm. I do. The thing is, this is so much more the kind of art that I want out of quarantine than, okay. Compared to movies like the concept of locked, whatever, what was it? Locked down. Yeah. Locked down where it's a, like, it's about, it's literally like the characters are in the quarantine. It's not like mm-hmm. movies that are semi like, like come out of this like intimate, like, Oh, we can't shoot with a million background people. We can't do this yeah. big party scene. We have two actors in one house. Let's make that movie instead of, you know, and also, and, and I that's, feel like that's just, I loved that part. I think that's part of why I liked it so much was because it was Mm. like, ooh, this is like a little, you know, it's a new theater. It's a new two-hand piece that I really like. And I'm just like, ah, yes, yum, 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 Yes. Ooh, yum, 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 yum. A tiny little morsel. Um, (laughs) I I agree with you for the most part. Um, I do. I I also agree that, yeah, this probably took him about a month to write and he didn't really edit Mm. it a whole lot. Um, but this is still so much more the movie, the movies that I want out of this year compared to (coughs) other stuff. Yeah, no, I get that. And also, I feel like it does also scream quarantine and, and, and because how many people did realize they were in abusive relationships this year? How many people thought about cooking and then they were like, oh, wait, we're not fighting about cooking. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Um, You're sitting there eating mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do like aspects of this movie. Like, this movie isn't horrible. And it's not even the competently made thing that I always yeah. say. It's this not is, that. I think this is well made. I just think it's so... Boring and pretentious that it it the bad just outweighs the good. Yeah. And also, I don't know. Cause I feel like with this uh complaint, it feels like I wasn't watching the movie. But I don't know, he's a white guy. And I just <laughs> It, yeah, I honestly, I didn't so... know. I didn't know who Sam Levinson was before this, 
Mm. And so watching this, I was like, oh, he must be a black filmmaker because of all of these monologues about being a black filmmaker. Yeah. And then I went on Letterboxd and I was like, who's the Sam Levinson guy? And I was like, oh. Then he saw the uh, the cover of a home improvement magazine. Yeah. <laughs> and I was saw... like, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> and my thing is, is just that like the last thing he made was about a young drug addict in her 20s. So, like, you're begging... Was it really? Oh, yeah, yeah I guess Euphoria. That's what Euphoria... That's Euphoria. Damn. So, it's, you're begging me. You're begging me to say, hey, is this... Are you Malcolm or are you Marie? Sam Levinson is begging the audience to put those yeah. two dots together. And... And I understand that you wanted Zendaya and then... And when you have John David Washington, use John David Washington, but feels a bit gross when you're like, yeah, I'm this black filmmaker who feels <laughs> oppressed in a way, especially knowing that he came from nepotism. Yeah. And it's also, and but also yeah. I respect that as an artist because he also cast Malcolm, another person who is successful because of nepotism. I don't want to say because of nepotism. I don't know John David Washington's life or Sam Levinson's like life. Like, but they're like that's the that's the thing about the ne- we'll get into nepotism. Sorry. But just But going. when you're in a Spike Lee movie and you know him as Uncle Spike. Yeah. There's a lot of good actors out there, man. And he's great. I just we can get into this. Now we can talk about nepotism. Um yeah. I'm going to have too many not put together thoughts. You you should go thirds. What what are your thoughts on nepotism altogether, and also the impact on this movie itself? Yeah, uh, I we've talked about nepotism before. I think it's trash. Um, I get it. It's like it's who you know and blah blah blah. And like, but the thing the thing that bothers me about it is that there are a couple exceptions. I'm sure. I can't think of any um, other than maybe John Dave Washington in Black Klansman, but that feels like a like some kind of weird lightning in a bottle situation. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, actors and and directors and stuff who come who come up and get famous be, in part due to nepotism. Uh, they're never any better than people I know. Like, I, like I'm like, yeah, I know people who are this good or better. I've worked with people who are this good or better. Yeah, the it's only not like you have the, the only reason you have this job is because your mommy knows someone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh... right. Your mom had lunch with the right person at the right time. Your dad, you know, did a movie with this person. So they're going to cast you there. Like that's all it is. And it, and that's what bugs me about it. Is that like, I know people who, who could do this, this perform, maybe not uh, like this sort of performance and not, I'm talking, I'm not talking specifically about Malcolm Marie. I'm talking about like any yes, performance yeah, yeah. done by someone brought up from nepotism. I like see it. and I'm like, I, I know people who could do this better or I know people who could do this, the, the same level of good, but are not brought up because of nepotism. And it would like mean more, Mm. I guess. Yes. I get what you mean. I'm trying to think of like, like I I brought him up when we were talking, when we were preparing for the show, but like Gordon Gecko is a really good, character and michael douglas might be the only person to play that character like that is a great great character and he brought that character to life but that's not the whole situation and also as struggling artists we take issue to it because it's yeah the amount of times i've wasted on a callback (laughs) just yeah it's like not to get it because of nepotism or whatever the fuck it sucks like it's no it's no fun and it's and it's part of why I don't want to like live in Edmonton forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
because if I started getting roles, like it would just be like, oh yeah, another another Bannigan is doing the thing, mm-hmm. and I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I want yeah. to just go and do my own thing <laughs> and fucking figure it out. Like I don't want. <laughs> no, for sure. Can we get deep? Because like I can't. I can't tell you the number of auditions I've been to here in the city when people are like, Oh, are you, are you related to Jacob? Are you related to April? And I have to be like, yeah, that's my dad. That's my aunt. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it drives me crazy as I'm just like, can I just do my audition? Can you just, can you can watch do my me thing? for me? Can you watch Sam yeah. again? Not your friend's son. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I know, like, I'm not, I, I, I'm not going to toot my own horn too much. I know I'm a good actor. Mm-hmm. so what that stuff like bugs me because i'm like no i can i can get this role on my own like i'm good enough to do this without me having this last name yeah and i would love for that not to be a factor do um, you think they feel like that i don't want to talk too broadly so specifically i don't John know. David washington and sam I, I want to keep calling him sam levy but that's because Dan no, that's dan another that's dan another, nepoti- another nepotism have you seen uh, Sitch Creek? Shits Creek? I yeah. watched the first couple episodes and I went, who boy, not for me. And I stopped. Oh, really? Why is it not for you? If you don't mind me asking. I get I get it. They're rich and they don't know how life in a small town works. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, that's Goodbye. just not your thing. Yeah. That, like, it's just... I get it. They don't understand how how living in a hotel. They don't get it because they were rich. They're dumb because they were rich. I get it. This is so funny. I get it. Apparently, this last season is like incredible. So. I've heard it gets better, but it. I just if it's just more rich people not knowing how things work, I just don't care. I just don't. I get it. Especially when especially when it's like a bunch of rich people, like actual rich people. Mm-hmm. Like they they have success they had like yeah. um the dad Catherine O'Hara and Dan, Dan Levy. Levy's dad. Mm-hmm. Or not Dan Levy, uh Eugene Levy, that's his name. Eugene Levy. Like they had successful careers before this. Yeah. 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 So they already have money? I don't know. I just... I get what you mean. Bugs me. It It is it is an odd thing. Because... I'm trying to think of bad nepotisms. Who's just still working and shouldn't? <laughs> I'm sure there's some. Even though he's not returning All the, our, our, uh, our the, calls. The, the, Lewis the... Pullman's the greatest. Maybe the greatest Yeah, nepotism. Lewis Pullman slaps. L- Return Lewis our Pullman calls. The best. Yeah, fucking come on, Louis. But you're the best of all of them, Louis. It's actually true. Heart. I think and Lewis that's... Pullman because that's like not even because we like Lewis Pullman. I think like Lewis Pullman genuinely. I think because he's doing stuff that is so different from what Bill Pullman did. Mm-hmm. Bill Pullman wouldn't do them that follow. Yeah, I like think Bill, like Bill. Sometimes. <laughs> Bill and Lewis Pullman, I think, are two different types. Whereas John David Washington and Denzel are the same, like, type. I'd see Tenet with 60-year-old Denzel Washington. I'd see it in a heartbeat. And, and I would see Malcolm Marie with, with Denzel Washington. Well, here's the thing. If it's still Zendaya, not with know. Not with Zendaya, <laughs> but with someone age-appropriate. An age-appropriate... Denzel... An age-appropriate one. I would watch that movie. Because it would probably just be Fences, but modern. Yeah. It would be it would be Denzel and Viola. Fences! That's loud acting and and yet so nuanced. They're not yeah. they're screaming almost the whole time, and yet they're not screaming. Yeah. I've been uh, standing in the same place as you. The fucking goddamn fire! I get it. Um, as as Did I you, was, have you seen Ma Rainey's? Have you sorry? Have you seen I Ma Rainey's Black it. Bottom? No, not it's yet. great. Uh, honestly, it's it's, great. it's one of those things where I was just like, mm, I don't have time. I don't have time. Uh, this, oh, that, and then one day I was like, I should watch it. 
I was about to play it. I was like, no, I'm not ready. Black Panther still <laughs> just died. I'm not. <laughs> I get it. It's really good. Um, Viola Davis and Chadwick do a really good job. Is it worth and the rest of the cast? But they're they're great. Is it worth all the nominations? Did it get nominated for a bunch of stuff? Probably. Yeah. Um, Chadwick is nominated for both that and the Five Bloods. He's better in the Five Bloods than the Sad than he is in. I think he's better in the Five Bloods than he is in Ma Rainey's. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still great in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It's just like, I don't know. It's not the type of character that I that I think Chadwick excels in. Jesus, mm. um, he's still really Marshall? good. He's still really good. Yeah, Marshall is weird. <laughs> he's still really good in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I recommend it. If he got nominated, I totally get it. If he wins for either one, I get. I think he should. Like he's really good in both. Yeah, I think he he might be the third. Uh, posthumous Oscar yeah winner. he's really good in both like he does a really good job in both movies and I and if he gets nominated and wins for either one I'm happy with that like he's mm-hmm. great um as I like to say all the time every chance I get we are not film critics whatsoever we, we are not we don't know this, what we're talking about we're just guys <laughs> this is really the weirdest po- movie to do a film podcast about like, as he was, like, ranting and raving about all these, like, criticisms and blah, 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 I was like, oh, God. Does he, and I'm not talking, does Sam Levinson have a point? That was, that's my question for you. I think so. I, mm-hmm. I got in, into this with Ben after after the, the movie last night. Um, I'm, I... I get it. Like you make a piece of art and you want, and you're trying to say one thing and then everyone starts having conversation about something else. It's, I think it's fair to be upset because like they aren't talking about the thing you're trying to talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you do a movie, like if you did a movie like Malcolm and Marie and people only talked about, Oh, it's just exploring toxic relationships. It's like, well, it's actually talking about a lot of other stuff. Yeah, but that was the only thing that people were focused on. I would get it. I know learning afterwards that Sam Levinson is a white dude kind of took some of the air out of that argument for me. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, you like, I guess, yeah, yeah. That's that's my issue. I because I'm like I get it because you know every time a black person does anything in art, of course it's political because they're black, even if they don't yeah. mean it to be. That's a interesting thought. But also, you're you're talking about yourself, Sam, <laughs> not you, Sam. Yeah, yeah. like this is you're just talking him, about right? Yourself. Like this is him arguing with himself for two hours. And if you're not ar- talking about yourself. What are you? That's my thing. Then what are you trying to say? Then what yeah. are you saying then? If it's not you, if it's anyone else, I mean, I know you hate this movie with a burning passion, but I don't know. At least Darren Aronofsky and Mother is like, no, no, no. I'm a horrible person to be in a relationship with. That's what I'm trying to say. Sam Levinson's not doing anything. Yeah. No, that's 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 fair. I I can agree with that. I'd still do hate that movie, but yeah, that is definitely part of that film. And, and with the film criticism, I don't know. It just felt so, it it felt like, I know if a white actor delivered this, it would just, people would just be like, shut up white boy. But having a black person say this, at least listen, and it kind of defeats the whole thing. It really, yeah, it really does. uh, When you do that. So, and also, like, uh, never mind, I'm just going to keep saying it. Also, but also, but also. No, please, keep going. You know know more about this stuff than I do, so I'm happy to. Like, all the references he's made, and all, like... I agree, I agree with a lot of what he's saying. Like, yeah, that's art. 
you know, um, one thing that stuck with me when is when they were talking about a scene where his lead actress, something traumatic happens to her and her shirt was off and the idea of sexualizing her and John, uh, John David Washington, Malcolm, he says, well, when a character is going through something traumatic, yes, I want the audience to feel traumatized. That's why. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, I thought, I thought the, the line, uh, when they're talking about that scene and, uh, Zendaya is like, would it be different if you were a woman? And John Davis Washington says, well, yeah, the whole movie would be different if I was a woman. Like this wouldn't, it wouldn't be this movie. And I was like, that's fair. I get it. I understand that. Like, yeah. Or the, or also when he was like, is Moonlight better? Is Moonlight more universal because Barry Jenkins is not a gay man? And I was I like, I get, like, kind, like, I agree with you, I think. But also, apparently Sam Levinson's white. And this is very much... You're making a lot of references about being a black filmmaker. But then is that weird criticism because of that... Because I agree with that point of... Of is Moonlight... Moonlight because Barry Jenkins is straight. I don't they're, know. They're interesting thoughts, but I feel like they are said in such a tantrum... What's another word I can use? A tantrum, yelling, it's a tantrum. privileged white boy way. That's the thing. Yeah. That's where it, it, it bothers me. He's like, well, you if you they can do it, why can't I? I yeah. Yeah, I just... Eh. Eh. I would still see another one of his films. Or show. I would love to finish Euphoria. I would love to. Yeah, I want to. I still want to watch Euphoria. This isn't turning me away from mm-hmm. from Sam Levinson in general. This is just like a. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. It is indeed a weird one. Um, I feel like this is a good place to to wrap it up. You got any yeah. other thoughts? Any other points? No, I don't think so. I think we kind of covered all the. All the stuff I was I was interested in. Mm-hmm. What a film! This uh, I will say this is like the most film ass <laughs> film I've seen in a good chunk of time. I saw your letterbox review. <clears throat> I saw your letterbox review, and you said that. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Just like this is a like a film, right? Like this is like trying. It's trying its hardest to be a film. Capital it's, F. It's trying to be Virginia Woolf. Yeah, it, it's it's desperately trying to be Virginia Woolf. I just don't think I've seen a, a film that is like so like I'm a film since like Mank. <laughs> Remember Mank? I was telling this to Justin Lupita. Like I liked Mank. I really liked Mank, but it was disappointing in a lot of ways. Good yeah. God, if that's not a David Fincher disappointment. Mank yeah. is his disappointing movie. Oh, what a what yeah. a what a cheat! And After yes, all this audience, talk, I have to edit I, my felt my letterboxed review. It's oh, really? Down to three stars. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I I like I I was sort of sitting between three and four mm. at the end of the movie, um, and I was like, I think I like it more than I dislike it. And then mm. we talked about it for an hour, and I decided, no. You know what movie does slap? Yeah. That is four stars. Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah, no, Guillermo. I was about to say, yes, audience. Um, I went from trashing one white filmmaker to loving one white filmmaker. But hey, Guillermo. <laughs> Guillermo. Oh, I do. Love, love Pacific Rim. I need uh, to rewatch yeah. it. I'd love to rewatch it. It's 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 like my kind of ridiculous and it's so good. And I know I said this on my letterbox and I stand by it. That movie has more good ideas in it than 95% of superhero movies. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Um does we... it all work? Not particularly, but holy shit, am I here for it? <laughs> 
Can we talk about WandaVision real quickly? Sure. Spoilers I for know WandaVision. I haven't watched it, but yeah, spoiler. Um, Malcolm and Marie, fine. Honestly, if you want to watch it, watch it. It's not like a waste of time. It's no. <laughs> but um, WandaVision. A f- so TV spoilers. show that I almost blatantly refuse to watch. Um, this is a huge, huge spoiler for the fifth episode. So if you haven't seen it, goodbye. Check us out on Patreon. All yeah, patreon.com slash welcome back pod. Yeah, 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 welcome back pod. Um, but in the last episode, they've been talking about Pietro the entire time. Then they ring a doorbell and then you zoom out, you see the back of the head. It's uh, white highlights and hair. And you're like, oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson coming in. And then it's Evan Peters. That's right, folks. Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver in the X-Men films, owned by Fox. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Everything I've ever wanted is happening. And it's the destruction of art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm so, so sad. We are, mark my words, people. If I'm too cynical, I'd be happy. But mark my words, we are 10 years away from from a Star Destroyer showing up at Avengers Towers and and Darth Vader pops up and Iron Man's flying around. We are seconds away. And then what? You think that's, none of this you think that's 10 years away? I'm being optimistic. Okay, um, cool. Okay, cool. I was like, that seems like a stretch. <laughs> um, I'm just... That's like the plot of of uh david and david and benioff's fucking uh star wars movie right <laughs> yes exactly uh robert Downey jr is coming back exclusive scoop right here welcome back <laughs> it's just so when does it end and like we all knew this was gonna go on forever and i was okay with it going on forever but genuinely when is this gonna end are they just yeah. gonna run it to the ground all Probably. these characters that i've loved my entire life they're gonna get my boy spider-man and put three spider-men and expect me to care i will but it feels it's my problem with disney this whole time they just manipulated me yeah i don't want to see any of these but what i'm not gonna see 40 year old toby Maguire in tights again no i'm gonna be there day one (laughs) <laughs> because it, it reminded me of times where I didn't have to do think about taxes and think about yeah. my, my savings and all that. It feels just so manipulative and so cynical and so It just feels so dirty. Like, it's just, ugh, ugh, stop it. Stop. Bad, bad Disney. Stop it. And I hate that everyone on Twitter loves it. Twitter's not the world. Twitter is not the world. Um, Twitter's kind of the world. I think it was Michael Che. Um, he said, walk to your bodega and listen to what the guy at the counter and another guy is just talking about. That's what people care about. It's not Twitter. It's um, true. That's, that's accurate. I don't have a bodega to walk to, but yeah. it's there. But you get, get the it. idea. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But I hate seeing everyone go, oh, yeah, they're bringing in the X-Men, baby. This is what we wanted. Hell, yeah. Give Disney all the all, all the leash strength. Leash strength? Yeah, I'm going to keep it to that. All leash right. strength. Um, give Disney a free leash. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I just feel so gross. I just want to rant. I have, I have a platform. This is what's yeah. here for. That's fair. I uh, yeah, I I I feel this way about the Marvel shows and the Marvel movies and the Star Wars shows and probably the Star Wars movies. I don't have the I don't have the energy to care about all of them anymore. I just don't. I need stuff that is like actually worth my time. I need you know the Black Panthers and the Thor Ragnaroks and the Mandalorians and the Last Jedi's. Everything else can fuck off. Everything else, I'm just like, I don't care. I don't want to watch it. I just don't. I don't need it in my head. I don't need it in my brain. I don't care. 
I just no. don't. It's too much at this point. It is too much. It just feels so gross and nasty. Yeah, I mean, like, like at the yeah. end, of, like we talked about this with Mandalorian. Like at the end, when they're like, "Oh, a, a Boba Fett show," I was like, "I don't. I'm not gonna watch it. I don't care." Hopefully, in ten years, whenever that mashup does happen, hopefully we'll be done. Who knows? Maybe Avatar Two really is gonna pop off, and that's our thing for the next God. twelve years. You know, the, I've the past ten years, I've been like, "Who cares about Avatar? Who cares about Avatar?" It wasn't until a few weeks ago I was like, "But dang, Avatar Two, James Cameron, we need your help, <laughs> James. We need you now more than ever." Oh God, uh, my name is Sam Bannigan, and I am Andrew Thomas. You can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod on all the different social medias. Uh, uh, you can join Lennox Studios uh, over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash welcome back pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for as little as five bucks a month, you can support the show uh, if you got a little extra kishish on hand. <laughs> you, you good? <laughs> oh, I wish you saw what I saw. Sam just looked dead in the, 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 the camera and just said, Kayosha. He made cash four syllables. Good lord. Um, uh, so if you want to support the show monetarily, that's that's your best bet. Um, if you don't have any money, that's totally fine. Well, if, I mean, if you don't have any money to spare, I mean. Sell your phone. Food's better. <laughs> yeah. Sell your laptop. Food's better. Stop listening to this. If you don't have any money, don't listen no to this money. podcast. Whatever you're listening <laughs> to, just sell it. Sell just it. Just sell it. Sell and it. then buy um, stock in GameStop. Yeah, apparently. GameStop. Um, oh, God. Uh, uh, so if you, if you don't have any spare money to support the show, totally fine. We understand. We 100% get it. We also don't have any money to support the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just bought a mic, folks. Yeah, we have no money to support. Them. We got no money. Um, <laughs> uh, but if you want to still support the show, follow us on our social medias. Uh, you can like and review us on all the different uh, podcatchers, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere else you can get podcasts. We're probably there. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how podcasts work. Um, and Andrew usually says something. Oh, I too. do. Um, hey, um, I don't know. Like, I wish, like, remember Marriage Story where he said, every day I wish you, I, w- I wake up and I wish you're dead. I wake up and I wish you're dead, yeah. There's nothing here. I wish there was some quote that I could yell out, but no. But Sam, <laughs> but Sam. So, do you want a monologue about Barry Jenkins for 12, 12 hours? Yes, I do. Um, so when Barry Jenkins made his first film in 2004, it was. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, tell your friends tell your friends yes it's been a minute <laughs> Sam has it not it's been a minute you forgot your thing you. yeah I forgot my thing we've been doing this for three years so listen folks don't yell at your, your significant other don't yell at he she or them they do not deserve it it's never a good idea you know what is a good idea when you when you cozy up with your partner and you listen to Welcome Back. <laughs> On two different Tell devices. So we get two so we get two <laughs> listens for the price of one. So we get two per- <laughs> listens for the price of one. We all have headphones. You can just sync it up yourselves. <laughs> no, just like on one, turn the volume all the way down, and on one have the volume up. Or get like the Spotify app on your TV and then get like uh the podcast app on your phone yeah, and yeah. just play it at yeah, the yeah. same time. Our yep. voices would like sync up perfectly. It was sound Probably. incredible. A guarantee. One hundred percent. 